Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio with the one, the only, Sharon McNamara. And good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. What a pleasant surprise. Uh, you know, I <laughs> thought that you were going to be joining uh, me via Zoom from uh-huh. the boat, yeah. but you're here with changed. studio with me. Yes, I'm How in studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. live in our studio in our own home office, and we have our main man over at WATD Studios in Marshfield. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, ladies. Nice to Hi. have you in studio today. Yeah, it's so nice. You know, I'm not floating out in the middle of, uh, you know, Eggertown Nowhere. this yes. weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> went for a nice, got some new bikes yesterday. Ooh. Mark and I went for a bike ride this morning. What kind of bikes yeah. did you get? I think they're sort of like those beach cruiser ones, but okay. they have All gears right. and everything else. So, oh, yeah, nice. we have other bikes that we got when the girls were babies, and we used to trail the babies behind us, you know, in one of those Oh, carts. yeah, the trailers, yep. Yeah, yeah. So we still have those bikes, but uh, I'm 54 now. I don't want to be hunching all over. I like to straight up with my big bum. Oh, here I come down the path, everyone. Look out. No. I know. I know. I like the seat is a little bit bigger, you know. So yeah, a little more cushion. A little I get it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. I, I don't really know how to ride a bike. There, I said it. I, I just don't. I don't know. I wish I, I wish I did, but now I'm like 31 and I'm like... Melissa, it's never too to late to, to learn to ride a bike. <laughs> never. I, I, yeah, you know, the saying, what is it, like, it's, it's like riding a bike. Well, that's hard for me because I don't know how to. So I, usually, I have to use, like, a different different terminology yeah. for that. Well, we'll teach you how to ride a bike. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> I hope that I'm going to be putting we'll, them in the we'll, now. We'll have a learning to bike ride party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. It would be fun, yeah. actually. We could have the we could have a little event here. Boston Connect Real Estate will have the police department over. We did that one time, right? <laughs> then they show you how safety helmet. They, yep. Yeah, and, the, and for the a challenge too. Over. Yeah, for a challenge too. We'll do the the spin your forehead around on the the end of the baseball <laughs> bat before you get on the bike. And we'll have all kinds of fun. You have to have a couple cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the bat the the bat will be enough. Don't you? you know? yeah. well, I don't know. I think this party's getting a little bit better as we speak. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, speaking of parties, we had a yeah. really great party at mm. Sharon and Mark's house Thursday night. Was so much fun. Yeah, it was Thursday. It, it was Thursday. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, it was so much fun. So, um, Tim and all of you listening out there, we have um, sort of a pool party every summer at the McNamara Homestead here in Pembroke. And um, Sharon and Mark have a beautiful home, beautiful pool. And nobody ever really goes in the pools. I so, oh, it's crazy. You know, so we have a pool party there um, just to say, you know, happy summer, happy end of summer, you know, start a school, all that fun stuff. Everybody can bring their kids. Why their don't they go in the pool? Well, no. Is it too pretty or something? (laughs) No. So the McNamara's don't really go into the pool a lot. Yeah. Um, But in previous years, um, you know, everyone would hang out around the pool. The kids would go in the pool. Well, this Thursday, this year, I think 
there were 30 plus people there. All of us were in the pool. Nice. It, it was like water was. Right. It was funny because I was talking to Mark about it last night and he's like, oh, at one point I thought, wow, why is the water in the pool so high right now? And he was so like, many bodies. He's like, you know, 25 people were in the pool. The pool was like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. <laughs> um, but Tracy Grady is uh, watching us on Facebook. So we are live on Facebook. Um, so you can go to McNamara Broker Team. And she says, hello, ladies. It was so much fun. And that is honestly the truth. We had so much fun at your house. So thank you so much, Sharon. Oh, my pleasure. We had an amazing time. And it's it's so nice to sort of be appreciated and celebrate summer together. Um, the kids just had a blast. And you know, all the adults had a blast. All the dogs had a blast. I, I'm in between posting so many things. And this might, might as well just be the Sharon and Melissa show that we don't talk about real estate at all. <laughs> Are you in with that, Tim? The, the Sam show. <laughs> the Sam show, exactly. Sharon and Melissa. Is that yeah. Sam? Well, we don't smell, is what well, I don't smell time. <laughs> Um, but, you know, it was interesting because I've been posting pictures of my daughter's wedding in Greece because we just got those photos. And honestly, I am not on Facebook as much as people think. I mean, you know, pe- we, I have people that do that. And the personal stuff is my stuff. And I am, I've been waiting to post some stuff of the pool party because my tagline is really going to be, I don't know what it's like to be a grandmother yet, but I'm guessing that this is what it feels like because the kids were having so much fun. They were so well behaved. When I brought out the Italian ice, I thought I was like the hit of the show. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, everything was perfect. The food, the drinks were flowing. Everything was, we were Mm. just having a really great time. And of course, uh, Mary and I were the last to leave because we like to (laughs) leave the party last. Um, Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, what time are you leaving? I'm like, when the McNamara's kick us out. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's when we're leaving. Um, But we did have a really great time, and we love celebrating sort of life together. So thank you, Sharon. She stepped away. But, um, yes, so like I said, we are live on Facebook. I promise we will start talking about real estate at some point. Um, But we are live, so you can go to any of the Connect pages um, and and find us there. Sharon Costa McNamara, McNamara Broker Team, Boston Connect Real Estate, all that fun stuff. So, um, But, so, today we are going to be talking about you know, selling your home in 2022. So we're going to, we're, we're, we're going to try to avoid talking about previous years, um, you know, the COVID years. So the past two years, we're going to try to, because that is, correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's over. It's well, those, those (laughs) years are over. Yes, correct. Um, so in, in everything that happened with interest rates and the craziness of the market, Mm -hmm we're seeing a shift. So let's not even talk about that. Let's get back to reality. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's keep it real with real estate in 2022. And I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, you're uh, pointing I, I, at the wall now. I, I, well, there's our lights. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us in. It's like, it's gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I love the show that you and Kristen Howlett did a couple of weeks ago and it was like, holy shift. Yes. I was nervous because I, I did not want to say the other word that you could say after holy. And and I was nervous Molly? that I might, yeah, because I think Holy one time, I think one time <laughs> I I said the S word uh-huh. on the radio, and I was like, <gasps> oh, yeah, well the FCC didn't catch us. Nobody caught me, <laughs> <laughs> and don't go back and listen to the show. Um, but okay, so I'm gonna ask you this question. Yeah, do you notice, feel, see a change in the market from January of this year to? today. Mm-hmm. I do. And it, it, the interesting part about it is I have been calling this a mobile uh, normalization. Mm-hmm. It's it's not, you know, people are calling it a correction. People are calling it all these different things. I think it's normal. This is more the market where my heart stops racing because I feel like, okay, it makes sense to me that things are normal. <laughs> Tracy's saying, I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> if you're watching us on Facebook, like, wait, I don't know what you're doing anymore. I think the, the, the gears are messed up. <laughs> okay. Well, so, uh, if you if you want to see what Sharon looks like today, you'll see it on Facebook because yeah. now it's it's stuck pointing at her. Uh, I look like a hot mess anyways. I'm doing errands after here. So, um, but yeah, I agree. So it, it was sort of my idea to do this mm-hmm. topic today when we were talking the other day after the pool party, after a couple couple beverages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, we got to do the radio show on Saturday. What oh, should we geez. do? Mm-hmm. Um, but my suggestion was doing this because we have um, this year done a radio show um, and podcast about um, you know home buying in 2022. Well, mm-hmm. let's 
let's give a little love to the to the sellers. So yeah. because I feel like they are feeling just as much as a change as the buyers. And so when we were talking about buyers in that show, but are they willing to admit it? Wait, well, I was getting I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm so glad Tracy's on this, too, because she can call in to call whatever if, you know, she wants to talk about it a little bit, too, because <laughs> yeah, she clearly knows the differences as well. All right, so go ahead. Sorry oh, about that. Oh, she's, she's at a wedding, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. You can interrupt. Um, but, um, sorry, I haven't had my coffee yet today. Can you tell? I, I think that we... Yes. They do they realize that there's a change. Um, do they want to admit it? Do they want to admit it? There still is very, very low inventory. So mm-hmm. there are many factors to that and we can get into that too today. But mm-hmm. the change that I have seen is I think the most drastic one is price change. Yep. So again, I'm breaking my own rule past couple years we mm-hmm. haven't seen many price changes no this year i've seen more price changes than i have recently yeah okay and we're talking about 2022 so sharon why do you think we're seeing price changes in this market which has been sort of like what you having a price change yeah well i think that what is happening is with this normalization is that things are starting to get back to normal. So when the interest rates went up and buyers had less ability to buy what they were buying before, then they would, you know, they decided that they were, the ones that were in charge for so long were the sellers. But now when the rates went up and now not as many people were buying and everything, people were slowing down in that aspect. But I think that the sellers were listing their properties based on emotional value. Mm -hmm. So I've been talking about emotional value for a very long time. And emotional value basically is you put the house on the market for $500,000. You get all these people who want it. There was this chaos going on with it. A lot of people were blaming real estate agents on this, you know, craziness and the frenziness of everything that was going on. It was just so many people were in a position where they wanted a house, needed a house, and everybody was bidding, so they bid $550,000, $600,000. In some instances, we saw $200,000 over asking. Mm -hmm. So now, once once that happens, so that was happening to us at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the spring. When that happens, now you have to wait. Let's just say the house goes on the market in April and it goes under agreement. We're not seeing that sale price until June. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So then in June, when the house would finally sell 30, 45 days later... It was selling for, instead of $500,000, let's just say $600,000. Now, when I go in as a real estate agent and I'm trying to price the same house, style of a house, let's just say it's a three-bedroom cape because that's what I have, and I'm, now I'm not looking at what the list price was. So three months before, the, it was worth $500,000, yeah, yeah, right? Because yeah. the agent who put the that market house, value of that house. Exactly. The market value. The market that's, value. That's the key factor. Yes. So the market value of that house was actually $500,000 because the agent that listed that house at $500,000 used comparisons that sold six months before, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's really what the value was. Yeah. Someone emotionally val- bid it and the value for them emotionally was $600,000. So then we got into this situation where we're in a pocket of pricing every house based on emotional value, not even appraised value because these houses weren't even appraising. And I kept on saying, we're going to run into an issue sooner or later. Like this, the buyers are going to, the buyers are going to catch on that yeah. this isn't the way that it should be. Yeah. So now that this house is priced at $600,000, they're like, I'm not going to give you seven hundred thousand dollars for it. It's really worth five hundred, which means I'm paying over up to six hundred. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think there was like a mad rush mm-hmm. um, to to sort of purchase when the interest rates were low, mm-hmm. um, and they were sort of historically low, and not you couldn't um, maintain that for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, and. I think there was a mad dash. Everyone wanted to purchase a house because of the interest rates. However. You were buying with emotions, mm-hmm. so most likely going over asking, 
offering everything. Patriots tickets, we've talked about that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> offering all these things that maybe in today's market, so today, mm-hmm. you might not have to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, it's not... <laughs> It's not all negative. There are a lot of positives mm-hmm. with this market. And it, every house is different. Every house is unique. Like you say, nobody has an ugly baby. Yep. There is a bum for every seat. Mm-hmm. You know, so we not only are we seeing price changes, we're also still seeing multiple offers over asking. Mm-hmm. So those are all very much um, true. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it all has to do with pricing. It's... I think that you do a really great job um, Mm -hmm. when you talk to sellers and you sort of help them get the market value, help them realize what the market value is of their home. Not emotional, so they might have been in the house 40 years and Mm -hmm. they're super, super attached to it. They don't want to leave, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately for them, they're in a position where it's time. Um, I think that you do a really great job of um, sort of bringing sellers back down. down to reality. And this is how I feel about it. Numbers are numbers. I, I can't was trying to give you a compliment. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. But the numbers are the numbers. And that's why, you know, when you stick to what the facts are, it's very easy to show this. But this is where I feel that a lot of sellers just don't want to take you're like they just don't want to believe that I'm actually accurate. Yeah. And we had this conversation last Tuesday when we were in the office and or a couple maybe it was a couple Tuesdays ago and we were having a round table and at our office we do that every Tuesday. And we were talking about this and Susan Bollinger, who's a full time agent here at the office, she was talking about a couple of people that she had gone to and said, This is really where the price of your house is. Yeah. Yeah, but somebody else said that I can get this. And when maybe they went on six 12 months ago, possibly. Exactly. And you know what? I love um, Dakota Riley. She works for another company, but I, I love her to pieces. And she's she's a great agent, and I hear her on Clubhouse all the time. And I re- she always calls them a wackadoodle. There's <laughs> I always love that word. Yeah, there's always one wackadoodle <laughs> that will, you know, overbid and emotionally bid. But, you know, if you have 24 offers on a property, generally there's there's only one outlier. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So once you get rid of all the wackadoodles, <laughs> and I don't even want to call them wackadoodles. I mean, they were people who emotionally, this is what the house was worth to them. Yeah. But well, now they're gone. <clears throat> what I was saying about a bunch of people in previous years, you know, sort a lot of buyers coming in and sort of emotionally bidding or, um, you know, really wanted to take advantage of the low interest rates. Now, the interest rates are a little bit higher or I'm saying it in quotes, higher. <laughs> really, they're normalizing mm-hmm. um, that, you know, there might be less buyers out there, but. It, they're not the buyers that are in this market right now mm-hmm. are not going to purchase a property at last year's prices. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So because of the, like the they can't they might not be able to afford it or they can't go fifty thousand dollars over asking or the, they see that the value is not there to go over fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. Okay. I one hundred percent do understand what you mean. Okay. <laughs> and, and that is, you know, and here's the other thing too is when we're seeing all these price changes, the reason is is because the buyers are saying, I no longer am going to give you that amount, that emotional value. But the sellers who are still trying, that's why we see these now we're having price change after price change after price change. But then, again, there are also situations, and I feel like Tracy, I think that she's still watching us, Tracy got stuck in this by accident because the value of the house was actually based on those sold comps, and things switched with her one that she had on Hill Farm, right? I mean, that, in all reality, when you looked at all the numbers and you looked at all the solds, that house should have been priced where it was priced. I I think the numbers even came up over eight at one point, and they... They put it on under eight, but then that's right when they, and you know, the thing is, I feel as if the market sort of changed quickly, you know, from 2022, you know, at the beginning of 2022, because mm-hmm. you told me to stay in this year. So yeah. I am. Okay. <laughs> January 1st, my brother's birthday. Yeah. So, um, you know, things did sort of, and, and I was sort of prepared for it. 
because again, when I'm listening to Clubhouse, I love listening to that every morning, and I listen to um, a real estate show that's on every morning. And you know, there's people from. I'm always paying attention to what's going on in California, and you know, and Florida, and Arizona, all the sand states, right? And then I'm I'm paying attention because what happens west? Not that Florida is west. I get it. Um, comes east. And Depends on what direction you're standing. <laughs> no. East is always east and west is always west. No, if you're like looking this way, it's like, oh, well, I guess it's more left and right. Yeah, that's more <laughs> left and right. When we, when we take you out on the boat in a couple of weeks, uh, you certainly will not be the one that will be saying east and west, I guess. That's why it's no. stabbing in port. Uh, yeah, you, I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, that's that's where I feel it, um, where we are and why we're here. Yeah. So, the, the topic of today is selling your home in 2022. So, what do you think is the best sort of... Um, practice for selling your house like what are the first steps where do you, where do people start where should people go so this is the thing is i honestly feel that when you're doing an analysis right now so a comparative market analysis on your home when i'm going in now and doing this for people i am looking at the last six months of of sold houses so if i'm looking at a three-bedroom cape i'm looking at three-bedroom capes Mm -hmm. i'm looking in the town that you live in Mm -hmm. okay i just happen to live in pembroke so i would be looking at pembroke um and it's so interesting to me too because sometimes there have been times when you know if the the person is interviewing several agents and i'll say oh just if you wouldn't mind sharing with me what those comps are just because if you're saying my number is a lot different i'm just curious i've seen agents who don't put that into play and it's a colonial and antique you know with a two-car garage like it just doesn't make sense yeah i am not about I'm very much about making people happy, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Right? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Is that mm-hmm. mean of me? No. You are you live in reality? Yeah. And that's why <laughs> I never ask somebody when I'm sitting down with them, please do not, as I'm walking through your house, actually, the first appointment, please don't tell me what you think the value of your house is. I said, I'm a benefactor. I like to please people, and I don't want your number stuck in my head. Yeah. Right? I like to get down and dirty with these numbers. I like to dig in deep and see and make sure that I'm comparing apples to apples to make sure that you're putting your house on at the right price. When we're given a range, and legally we have to give a range, right? It's whatever the median is. Let's just say there's five houses I'm looking at. Add them together. Divide by five. I put 3% on each side. That gives us a range. Yeah. Previously, I would say you could be on the high end and above. Now I'm saying you should be on the low end or maybe even a tickle under. (laughs) (laughs) So that way there... You're better off getting more people into the house to see it. Yeah. Because that's when the emotional value will hit. I'm done. (laughs) I will step (laughs) off the soapbox there. (laughs) Well, it's true. I mean, you, and getting back to my compliment to you, you do have a really great way and a really gentle way of delivering sort of news that maybe people might not want to hear because people can be stuck in their heads and they, and they have loved this home or loved their home for many years or whatever their situation is, you know, so to finally make the decision, okay, we're going to move. We have to have somebody come in. It's somebody who does not have any stake in the house. Mm -hmm. So it's, my you're hiring me for a job my job is to get you the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. and you know you you have a really great way of sort of delivering and saying this is the value of your house at the end of the day you decide, decide mm-hmm. what price you want to start at, mm-hmm. um or go on the market for however i it's my obligation my job mm-hmm. um to show you how i got here yeah Perfect. You did did a really good job on that. Okay, thank you. It is, um, you know, time to take a break, right, Tim? Yeah. Hello? Yes, it is. Let's (laughs) take that break. Okay, perfect. Did we put you to to sleep right there? He's like, good grief. (laughs) No, no, I'm awake. I'm awake. Good grief. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Good grief, Charlie uh, Brown. I love it when Tim... I, uh, I said to Tim recently, just so all our listeners know, I was talking about something, and I didn't end our show fast enough last week because I couldn't hear the outro music. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, the last thing in the world I want to do is upset Tim and, like, have him leave the show. But he's, like, my main guy there. <laughs> <laughs> it would take a lot for me to leave, trust me. 
Okay. Don't leave me. No. (laughs) Somebody else is lined up. I'm not dealing with her anymore. All right. Well, it is just about 1030. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara. I am the proud broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate located here on the South Shore. Our uh, in-studio office is right here in our main campus at uh, right in Pembroke Center. I am here with my sidekick, Melissa Wallace. She is our everything here at Boston Connect. Uh, She is the director of operations. She's my team member. She's my 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 left to my right my up to my down so um yeah we yeah you are uh today's topic is home selling in 2022 the differences from january 1 to where we are now so i hope after this break you will continue on with us so we will be right back let's face it we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs with ever-changing living dynamics addressing your future is all about right sizing you know finding the right size home for you right now are you finding yourself in an unexpected circumstance are you worried about a loved one living alone does multi-generational living make the most sense for you let us help you find the right size for you right now I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined in studio with Sharon McNamara, broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located right here in the heart of Pembroke. Hello. 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 I am here. You're here. I'm here. We're here. Mm -hmm. And we can't sing. (laughs) (laughs) I can sing. I like to dance. I I like to dance. Yeah. Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello. Oh, look. We got Jim. Oh, look at you. Wow. Maybe he missed his calling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. You might want to leave us so no. you can, you know, join American Idol or whatever. Oh no, 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 no! I no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm good. I like, a, I like a, a steady uh, career, you know, because singing can yeah. come and go. Yeah, they can. Yeah. You can be a one-hit wonder. That's that's right. If you have if you have a really great one-hit wonder, you can get um, royalties for the rest of your life. What if yeah. you use it on a show? The, the key, the key yeah. word is if. <laughs> yeah, if, if. yeah. <laughs> you just need one. You just need one, and that's what I say about buyers too. You just need one person to walk through your door and say, "This is it," right, Sharon? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I know we can't say the other a word, but can I make up a word? A R S. Arse. Oh, that's. Yep. You I just did, really? Sharon. Okay, that works. Yeah, well, you just. <laughs> Arse. Well, I didn't say it. It's it's an A R S. Well, you're talking about seat. donkeys. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. Worry. Yeah. There's the donkey for every seat. Yes, is that what you're saying? Um, yeah. Well, I actually, I say this. So some, some, um, I, I've heard a few times that, you know, uh, sellers can feel discouraged when mm-hmm. they're not getting a lot of showings They or they haven't mm-hmm. had a lot of people come through their open houses. And mm-hmm. I feel like we should talk about open houses after yeah. this point. Um, but what I have said pretty much, I don't know, the past six years that I've been here at least is mm-hmm. you just need one. Mm-hmm. So, Especially during the past couple of years, there's been, you know, crazy open houses, crazy showings, uh, you know, a bunch of offers on the house. Like that, you just need one person to come in mm-hmm. and say, I love this house. I want this house and offer what they can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I feel like gone are the days of wanting 50 offers because mm-hmm. who wants to go through 50 offers and it, and and honestly at some point they start to look the same yeah and for the most part they are all the same i mean they just they sound you know what i mean everybody i don't know they all do look the same but we're not there anymore but there are some price ranges that we are still hearing that there are multiple offers right yeah so jenny wandell just had a really great ranch in uh rockland and she did have a great number of showings she did two open houses last weekend and she ended up getting eight offers i believe um eight great offers strong offers and you know she she had to go through with her client and and sort of 
educate her client on Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of offers and how do you differentiate one from the other and Mm -hmm. um, what everything means. But it is happening. And then we have other properties that are sitting on the market but mm-hmm. I've, what I've also s- heard recently, <laughs> yeah. and this got me a little excited, was I, I can tell yeah. that um, so a couple houses that have been on the market um, and haven't gotten offers right away, when they do get an offer, mm-hmm. it's at asking yeah. or even like a little above. Yeah. So just because you don't get an offer the first day or the first weekend doesn't mean you're never going to get one. Exactly. And you know what? I also heard that there's unrealistic sell. This is when we go back to like sellers are just a little unrealistic. Like they're not where we are. Like they want to be where we were with all those multiple offers and going over asking. But I did hear recently that there was an offer. um, Somebody had a full price offer and didn't want to accept it. They didn't want to accept a full price offer because they felt as if they would get multiple offers and be over asking. Mm. So if that's the advice you're getting, that isn't always what's going to happen. Like wherever you list your house, you need to be happy thinking that you would at least end up with that. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. Um, okay. Do we want to go back to what we were talking about before? Or do we want to talk about um, open houses? Well, with open house, let's talk about open houses. I mean, we had this discussion in the office the other day and, you know, back back when I started 21, almost 22 years ago, I guess now, I remember I used to beg the agents in the office, like, can I please do your open houses? And that was, a it was the only way when I was starting my career, like to get my name out there and to potentially pick up on buyers. Now, some real estate agents like to do open houses because they're really hoping that they're going to get some buyers from that process. Well, for a long time, working with buyers was extremely, extremely difficult to get anything accepted. A lot of time, a lot of work. And they, you know, that people didn't really particularly want more buyers, right? Because they already had some people. I remember one time I was talking to church. I think she had 15 buyers at one time. It gets, it's a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know where I was going. Oh, so with open houses, I really do feel way back when I did a little sketch when we were in our office meeting doing this the other day or in our round table. Back when I started selling real estate, we didn't have, we were DOS. <laughs> like that's where the computers were. DOS. Like that's, it, you don't even know what that is. No. And yeah, and it was. Disk it was, operating system. Yeah. Was that what it was? I, I, I think that's it what it stands DOS. for. MS-DOS. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly, yeah, that's what we used. So people didn't have, like, you couldn't just go online and say, oh, I'm here, I'm on the internet. Oh, let me find out where all these houses are. We didn't have the technology that we had back then. So really, buyers or potential buyers or people who were looking to buy a house, only options they really had was to go to open houses. Yeah. And, or maybe call the office to see if they could see it. There was no such thing as buyer's agency back then. Now we have buyer's agents. I feel that people who are seriously looking for a home are working with or should be, that's my advice, you should be working with a buyer's agent to purchase a home. I don't know what open houses are for anymore. Yeah. It, it like So, okay, if you're having an open house this weekend, what do you think real estate agents are going to say? Real estate agents who do this part-time, by the way. I, I hate to say that about our part-timers, but I'm sorry. This is where I am. I've been doing this full-time my whole career. If they're doing open house, can I send my client? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. did I get it right? You got it right. Yes. Oh, I'm just going to send my client to your open my- house. It's like, all right. I mean, and in my mindset, it was like, well, why should we both be working today? I'll do the open house and you can sit at the beach, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But that, and that isn't how we work as buyer's agents either. We want to go to open houses with our clients. We want to set up the appointments. So I don't think that open houses are even necessary anymore. Why are we doing them still? I don't know. I used to do a lot of open houses, especially when we had um, new construction here. Mm-hmm. And um, some days, nobody. Some days, everybody. Yeah. You know, so it it's sort of, um, I don't know. You just don't know until you do it. Mm-hmm. But recently, I have done a couple open houses and the activity was kind of low. It, mm-hmm. it was low and everybody coming through has an agent. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, it, some people do open houses so they can, um, you know, gain business mm-hmm. and, you know, that's fine. But 
you know, everybody's coming in, but like you said, you know, some agents are sending their clients or people are going, I know you have clients that say, oh, I went to an open house, you know, after the fact, Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they're, they're educated enough to know when you walk into an open house, you say, oh, I'm working with Sharon and Mary at Boston Connect. And And I do feel sometimes like buyers will be like, oh, I just didn't want to bother you. I wasn't sure if I was really going to like it or not. So I went into the open house. Did you like it? No. Like, so you already sort of know that you didn't really like it. Yeah. But my point is I'm agreeing with you with the open houses. I feel like if 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 sellers and selling agents allow showings and allow the public to come into the house, not necessarily at an open house, they don't need to do an open house. Mm-hmm. So people can go directly to the listing agent if they want. They can you know, get a buyer's agent. They should be working with the buyer's agent. If you are currently looking to purchase a home, Mm -hmm. you should be working with an agent. 100%. There there are things that agents know, especially if they do this full-time, like this mm -hmm. is their livelihood. They know how to find, get, like they know more Mm -hmm. than the general public does. I know. I said to the other day, Kristen Howlett, uh, she had done the show with you a couple Tuesday nights ago and I just happened to still be here uh, fixing some of our stuff around the doing some stuff around the office and I joined you for a little bit but Kristen had a first time home buyer workshop um, afterwards that she had been doing with um, a bank I forget what bank it was and I was listening to her out there talking and she's like I do this full time and then I like whispered over there and I was like to, you know, I can be looking at houses while you're working your full time job this is what I do full time Yeah. Yeah. and I think that that's what's really important for people to know and again we sort of snuck back into the buyer agency thing um, if you're not working with a buyer's agent you should be now talking about buyer's agency let's talk about seller's agency yeah if you are thinking about selling your home, you should be working with an agent. <laughs> I think so. And, you know, I think that there's so many people who are like, oh, no, I can just put, you know, my sign out in the front yard. Let's just see what we get. You know, statistically, the National Association of Realtors has done this huge statistical report on this. When you list your home with a real estate agent, even after you pay the compensation, you're netting more. And what we do, and that's one of the things, I'd love to hear from our listeners, by the way. If you have any questions for us, the phone number here at the studio is 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. I, I have two questions for our public and people on Facebook and everywhere else. Do you think that open houses are necessary and why? And secondly, why is the 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 value of a real estate agent so low? Why why do people give us such a low threshold when it comes to professionalism? Because we are dealing with the most ex- the, the most expensive asset that you have. Yeah. Am I allowed to answer these questions? Not until we get some callers. And then, oh. and if you'll call, we'll give you a gift card too, because I really want to know what you're saying. So <laughs> yeah. we have some Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. All right, so we'll give you some Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, but we'd love to hear from you. 781-837-4900, or if you're watching us on Facebook, you can go there. Um, I had Julia um, do some research for Mm -hmm. today's show, and she came up with, in in her search, is social media is the strongest form of marketing when it comes to selling your home in 2022. Do you agree? I do. Yeah. I really do. I mean, you do such a great job with all of our social media here. And I've been watching, you know, obviously I follow us and all of our agents, you know, and, you know, just listed and we're doing just everything on Instagram, on Facebook. Yeah. And it's not even just like, to some people, real estate can be boring, especially Mm -hmm. if you're not in the market for, you know, buying a house or selling a house. Everybody likes to look. Everybody likes to look. Yeah. There's like a meme that's like, oh, me with $4.80 in my bank account. um, And then like me on Zillow, it's like, uh, (laughs) you know, looking at a $5 million property and they're like, "Mm, interesting choice there. (laughs) Like interesting design choice. Like Mm -hmm. they're judging it and they don't you know can't buy a four million dollar house but um where was i going with that i love social media social media yeah so uh, you know even if you don't like real estate something that i've learned is everybody likes you know seeing us do fun things so Mm -hmm. you know if you follow us on social media boston connect real estate mcnamara broker team 
you'll see, like, I try to do a, a you know, a mixture of both business mm-hmm. and pleasure. Yeah. So, you know, we had a pool party. We're going to be doing posts about that. We, you know, are celebrating Kristen. She had a, um, a, a party for her clients. Mm-hmm. Anytime our agents do a party or, um, you know, a client appreciation party or whatnot, mm-hmm. we, we try to do the social media for that. And it's not just about, you know, Real the company, estate, yeah. not just about the agents. It's about, you know, everybody. But yeah. I think social media is super easy because a lot of people are, you know, laying in bed. Excuse me, ladies. We we have yeah. the phone calls coming in. We've First, oh. we have uh, Regina from Hingham standing by. Oh. oh, great. Hello, Regina. How are you? So first off, did you call because you yeah. really want to answer the question or do you want the Dunkin' Donuts gift yeah. card? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's okay. Um, I'm actually on my way to an open house to look at something, a property. And um, I turned on the radio. I just got in my car and I heard you say, open houses aren't necessary. And I said, what the hell is that? Um, Well, I'm I'm questioning if they are. I'm sure. I'm just so you know, (laughs) to go to one. That's why I called you because I... I, uh, I don't know. What, how do you know if a property smells funny or if there's a moldy no. smell or there's smokers that have been in there? Or how, how, I'm, a, I'm a senior person. I mean, I'm probably the wrong person to ask, but I wanted to weigh in on that because um, yeah, I want no. to see the closet. You know what I mean? I want to see how big it is. Yes, and that's a, that's this is perfect. I'm so glad that you called because this is our question is, are they really necessary? So are you working with a buyer's agent right now? No, I, I'm, this is my first foray. I've actually gone to a couple of open houses because I'm I'm on the fence about downsizing right now. You know, okay. should I stay in my home or should I go? Or, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So um, I, I'm just trying to educate myself about how much properties, how much, how much money you, how much you get, how much property you get for so little money. <laughs> Yes, I know. Um, and that's the thing where in one of those situations where, I mean, I call it right sizing. It's not a downer. It's just that next chapter in your life, right? You're looking for the right size for yeah. you right now. So that's why we yeah. like to call okay, it right sizing. Nice. Yeah, okay. right sizing. Um, so that's the yeah. first thing that we do. And that, so you are very, you are making a good point is you want to see what's out there. So you figure like you're sort of shopping and browsing right now, right? So I guess for that instance, yeah. it is good. But if you walk into this open house today and you feel as if it's the one, do you, will you, do you think that you would proceed forward with that? I'm not ready to make that decision. And that's why I'm in a quandary about even going to this. But, um, you know, uh, it's just a good idea for me to educate myself about the market. Yeah. Um, and, and the only way to do that for me is to see it. Um, this online stuff, with everything we do is overwhelms people like me. Um, I don't want to be doing everything online for the rest of my I think that's horrible. It's a horrible <laughs> way to do business. And, and to be honest with you, if you do everything online, then you don't meet, need real estate agents. You can just go online. And I'm yeah. going to defend real estate people because my mother was a broker for 30 years. And people oh, said nice. that to her in the 60s. Oh, you just, you're just on the phone and you just show mm-hmm. people how houses and my mother would would get all glammed up to do her thing <laughs> and people trivialized what she did and uh i i never liked that i mean it used to make me bristle so when you said that i was like hey wait a minute however i remember a lot of sundays when she wasn't home to cook dinner because she was doing your open houses mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean and, and, and um, that was the and you guys thing. you guys are doing it all online you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In those days, you had to drive to people's houses to get papers on a Sunday night and get things notarized and mm-hmm. run to the banks. I mean, it was a way more involved than what you guys are doing. Just Absolutely. That's what I've been oh, doing this yeah. for like 21 years now. So when I yeah. and then when I started, right? I mean, that is exactly right. Like we had to go and meet people to get those checks. We had to go to, yeah. you know, the as the broker yeah. of a company. Like you had to yeah. drive yeah. to the bank. Like when we do our deposits yeah. now, we have a machine right in the office. So I think in that aspect, yeah. things were more hands-on and like you had to do more but what's different now is keeping up with the technology and keeping up with the marketing we're no longer just sales because you do keep up with the market and you keep up with what's available 
and you also have to, um, you know, you put up with a lot. You know, indecisive <laughs> buyers, um, people who renege. Uh, I don't know. I mean, all mm-hmm. I know all the downside of what you do. So I have a tremendous respect for your profession. So I did want to defend you on that. But uh, as a someone who just tuned in at the exact, remember, people listening to the radio aren't listening to the whole sentence. All I heard was, "Our open house is necessary anymore." As I'm getting in the car to drive to one, uh, it, it struck me as odd to hear that. Yeah, you know because that's how you sell yourself to new customers. Yeah, right. Yeah, it like, definitely. Yeah. There, there are agents like we said. There are agents that you know do open houses to gain business. Our our business but, is yeah. mostly referral. Yeah. Um, so we Sharon yeah. has been in the business yeah. for twenty one years, over mm-hmm. twenty one years now, yeah. and her business has yeah. always been referral based. You know, we that's how we like yeah. to mm-hmm. work relationships. Yep. Um, yeah. and I think when we getting back to the open house part, um, I don't think that it's they're completely unnecessary. But however the buyers coming through might not, they might be looky loos. Mm-hmm. So if, to benefit the sellers, you, you know, to get serious buyers who are working with agents, they're going to come for private showings. They're going to come for private showings. They're not going to come through in mm-hmm. the open houses. Let me ask you this. Uh, today's a Saturday. You're sure. driving down from New Hampshire. Yeah. If the open house was oh, on a I'm, Thursday. I'm from Hingham to New Hampshire. Oh, you're Hingham down. going to New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. So would yeah. you, um, would you that would if there was an open house on a Thursday, like and like a commuter open house from like let's just say like four to six, do you think that you yeah. would do it? Would you go during the week? Oh yeah, because I'm retired. I mean, I, I would yeah. have more availability <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Um, no, that's I've actually went to one this week. Um, I think okay. I went to two. Um, but um, and I understand you don't want the looky loos wait wasting everyone's time and. And that the owner has to get out of the house yeah. for a considerable length of time and figure out what the hell they're going to do for four hours or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, you know <laughs> and that's what that's we want. We want to make things as easy as possible for our sellers, I too. Totally, I totally yeah. get that. So, yeah. But you asked to weigh in, and I I'm happy. said I'm going to call. I am so happy that you did because I'm trying to look at everybody's perspective because I've been questioning it myself. Like, I just don't know. And we do a report every Monday. Our um, administrative coordinator reaches out to all of our agents in my office and asks, how many people did you have? And we do it by price point and time. Like, did you do Saturday and what time Mm -hmm. did you do? And we're just trying to see when our people actually... Like, we want to be there when people want to be looking. Um, so it is beneficial uh-huh. for the seller as well. So we really appreciate yeah. You know what? Don't hang up, though, because Tim is going to get your information. I already so got it, Sharon. All right. Then we're going to send you that Indeed, gift card, okay? You. <laughs> and, uh, you, guys, you guys sound like you're a lot of fun to work with. Uh, well, give us a call when you're ready to sell your house in Hingham. We'll be there. Oh, well, that's, that's, a, that's a big debate right now going on in my house, so I won't leave that alone for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Have fun your open houses. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And I do love that, like different perspectives yeah. from different yeah. people, you know, and that's what I'm just trying to learn. So let's see who the next person is. We have uh, Rich in Duxbury. Hello, Hi, Rich. Rich in Duxbury. How are you? Hi, Sharon. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. So, what? What? Let's hear your way in on this. So, uh, I actually wanted to comment on open houses and realtors. Um, I'm okay. actually in the process of selling a house, and I'm looking to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have a I have a realtor that's selling my house, uh, and it's under agreement. And actually, we're supposed to close on the tenth. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking for our property up in New Hampshire, so I'm working with a buyer's agent in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known people that, actually I know one person that tried to sell their house, uh, they own two houses, they tried to sell their house uh, on their own. Uh, the house was about two hours away, hour and a half away from their primary house. And, um, you know, so they, they did a MLS somehow on their own. I guess you can pay a fee and get on MLS. And mm-hmm. they, they did that whole thing. And it was a catastrophe. Uh, you know, he'd get calls, and he'd have to run to the house, and of course, nothing happened. And he was doing this back and forth, and uh, he actually tried for about six months and gave up and 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 uh, listed with an agent, and I think it sold within two months mm-hmm. um, for more than he had asked for. And you know, he was trying to do it for himself, but I, you know, uh, I've been I've been working with 
really, I sold my house. I've been, actually been working with uh, since 2007 because I have rental property. Um, if it wasn't for that, believe me, I'd, I'd be with you. Uh, I, I listen to you just about every Saturday. <laughs> who, I love agent? you guys. I was in Duxbury for years. I worked at Ravis when I was there. So who are you working with? I know a lot of the agents. So I, I actually, my agent's actually in Weymouth, uh, Jermaine. Okay. Bob Jermaine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great guy. He's he's done all my rentals for me, and uh, he's actually selling my house in Weymouth for me. Uh, I great, love great Bob guy. Jermaine. I love working. Bob. Is a great yeah. guy. He is fantastic. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I can't, I can't say, you know. And you'll have to tell him that you were talking to Sharon McNamara, and Sharon McNamara said I, that live on her <laughs> radio show that Bob Jermaine is a great guy. <laughs> he is. He's yeah, a great guy. I'll do and that. That's but, but what it is. I'm going to switch to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing in our inter- in our industry, you know, I think that the professionals all stick together and I have high regard and great respect for him. Um, he does a good job. He's been in the business a long time. And I am just so glad that you took the, you know, the experience that your friend had and you didn't go that same route. And, you know, here's the other thing, too, is. You know, let's just say a house is on the market. I, I, I always use 500 as just sort of a, a median number here. If the house is on the market for $500,000 and your real estate agents use the last six months of comparisons, those six months of comparisons in MLS, well, those people paid a compensation. So it might have been four, five, whatever it was, they paid a compensation. So is the value of the house that you're comparing it to, really the sale price is this plus the, the commission, right? So it, I feel like the the general public, when they're looking at for sale by owners, they get this sort of, here's a very professional word for you, this icky feeling of, ugh, it's just going to be a difficult person to deal with that wants all of everything, you know? Um, let me ask cool. you about the open houses. So we know that Bob is a great guy, so, and that's our five-minute doorbell there, so, or two minutes. Two uh, minutes. Yep, let's, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so, so real quickly, so, uh, so I've gone to uh, multiple open houses, I've made uh, several offers, uh, and you know, you're asking about open houses versus uh, you know individual showings and so on. Most of the uh, two out of the three offers I've, I've put on houses, and I haven't got any of them. Um, but uh, the two of two of them were, were a result of the open house. Uh, mm-hmm. One was a private showing. So uh, I love going to open houses, but I, I might not be your typical person because I research the property before I go there. I, I actually get the deed. I look at the deed. I look at the plot plan wow. and so on. But mm. but what I wanted what I wanted to say on the on the on, on the open houses though, I find a lot of the realtors at the open houses, so the, the realtor representing the buyer is not giving full information. That's what I find discouraging. Yeah, the seller. seller. Uh, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, the seller. Uh, yep. representing the seller. Uh, they're not giving they're not disclosing full information and and i find that disappointing it is disappointing you know what maybe we take this conversation up again next week so i hope if we have any other callers but we are hearing our music so i hope and congratulations on your house being under agreement i hope you find the one up in new hampshire we'll continue this topic next week and we'll talk more about it okay make sure we have your address and we'll send you the dunkin donuts okay bye bye everybody tim have a great weekend you can find us at bostonconnect.com and um 781-826-8000 have a great day everybody Bye, Tim. Bye-bye.